0: I have looked all over the interwebs to find and tell you all about the most crazy and horrific stories that I could find, ones that are supposedly true. So let's get into haunted horrors. As many of you are aware, we recently went to Whisper's Estate. This was an amazing experience. One, if you caught the episode of Haunted Indiana, where we went over Whisper's Estate and why this place is so fascinating, all of the crazy stuff that went down, there was more. There was so much more that we were not aware of. Honestly, I'm not really sure. Most of the internet is aware of what has happened inside those walls. And though we are still reviewing all of the footage that we gathered from eight different investigators, we did stumble on one possible piece of evidence right away. And this evidence this is what is going to link us to today's haunted horrors okay before we get into the story i want to do a little bit of ashley explaining about something because we are going to yeah, yeah spoiler we're going to be talking about table turning in this episode and i don't want you to be confused i don't want you to feel left out if you don't know what table turning is but also if you happen to be like me and you have heard of table turning because of a super famous certain magician who debunked it, then I also don't want you to go into the story full-on skeptical mode because the whole purpose of this is to find, that's right, say it with me, haunted horrors that are supposedly true on the internet. Okay, so we know what it is. So what is table turning? In the mid-1800s, seances were at an all-time high for popularity. Everybody who was anybody was having a seance. It's just what you did to have fun. And in my opinion, they knew what they were doing, okay? They knew how to throw a party. However, there were a lot of people around this time who were starting to get freaked out. Let's just say it that way. Let's just say it. They were scared, okay? Most of the time, seances consisted of some type of scrying or, you know, Ouija boards, spirit boards, that kind of thing. These were frightening tools to a lot of people because they're covered in sigils sometimes that, like, no one knows what exactly it means. These are foreign objects whose sole purpose is to talk or communicate with the paranormal. So a lot of people really believed that these items that a lot of folks were using to conduct a seance were actually portals to another dimension. And you didn't know who or what was going to crawl out of them. The beautiful part of table turning, you know, was that it was just a table. Who out there is scared of just a table? This wasn't something that was covered in sigils or markings of any sort. This was just something you could do at your your family kitchen table. You know? Just gather around. Let's talk to some dead people. So, all that people needed to do was sit around a table, put their hands on top of it, establish some boundaries for the spirit world as far as communication goes, turn this way for yes, turn that way for no, blah, 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 and boom! Open communication. And no portal needed. Woohoo! Yeah, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter how you're establishing any type of communication line with this other world. That itself is is kind of like a a portal, right? Well, as the popularity in table turning grew, so did any of the whispers, if you will, about this certain method. Where, hey guys we're still opening a portal. We don't know who or what we're talking to. But because of this popularity and because of the amount of people who were having successful sessions, yeah, we quickly learned that not everyone is being so honest with their table turning sessions. It was kind of it was, it was a spectacle, basically. And hence why a certain famous magician was able to debunk it and ruin it for us all. But anyway, let's get into the story part. It was a late night at Whispers Estate, and two female paranormal investigators were conducting a table-turning session. At first, they didn't get anything. But you generally don't when you first try to talk to something. Maybe it's because whoever's on the other side waiting to talk is testing you out, getting a feel for you, seeing how bad you really want to talk to them, and if maybe you have anything to offer. Once they decide for themselves if speaking to you is worth their while, then maybe you'll get a little nudge at the table. And that's exactly what these two investigators experienced. At first it was, it was nothing but a little turn. A, a hint to this spirit answering a question. But then as they moved on, asked more questions, the table started to not be such a a hint of a movement, but instead was... Very direct. Of course, this was exciting for for anyone who's a paranormal investigator. You start to get this enthusiastic feeling like a child right before Christmas when you know the present you're about to open is exactly what you wanted. But then there's that seed of doubt. And that seed of doubt was growing ever so slowly with these investigators. Something about this session just didn't feel right. Despite their emotions, they continued. And so did the table, turning left, turning right, before it finally levitated completely off the ground. Moved left, moved right. And then the table started inching down the long hallway of the second story of Whisper's estate. At the time, the two investigators were in one of the bedrooms, the first, as you are to go up the stairs to the second story, and apprehensively, they followed the table as it went all the way down the hall, passing the other bedrooms, passing the bathroom, making its way to the servants' quarters. Both investigators were frozen in fear. Nothing like this had ever happened to them before. At the time, they were completely fixated on the table itself, the object that they were just using to open up a communication line to the unknown, and were receiving some peculiar responses, and now this but suddenly their eyes lifted from the table itself to the doorway of the servants' quarters. And there stood a large being with the head of a goat, the body of a man, and the feet of a goat. The entity didn't move, didn't speak, didn't do anything but stare back at the two investigators. Frozen in a moment of panic, they had to make a decision. What do we do? Do we run? Do we confront? Do we continue talking? Fear is a powerful emotion, though, and typically takes control. And so the two investigators ran back downstairs. The other, never wanting to go back up those stairs ever ever again, but even years after this had happened, they were left with a peculiar thought, almost a regret. You see, the feeling that this investigator was overwhelmed by in that moment was not just fear. No, it was more curiosity, more of a calming sense that just fed to the uncertainty that was happening which of course fed the fear still if they could go back in time if they could redo that moment they would approach that entity because in that moment they were only afraid of the unknown but not afraid of the energy that was radiating from this being a feeling of calmness of serenity nothing to be afraid of But they were afraid and because of that their opportunity to confront something that had manifested itself right before them was gone what an interesting story and why i wanted to tell you this story is yes because we got some some possible evidence you can check out this evidence for yourself on our YouTube, on our TikTok. Heck, I think we even posted it to Twitter and Facebook. Who knows? Just follow us everywhere so you don't miss out on anything. If you've followed for a long time, then you're already aware. We're very chaotic and we enjoy it. This is our happy place. But to feed your curiosity just a little bit, I'll, I'll explain it. I'll tell you about what we captured. So, there we were. We were doing our first walkthrough of Whisper's Estate. We opted against doing a tour. We wanted to kind of go in blind. But how blind can you possibly go in on a location such as this one? It is super popular. Everyone pretty much knows the history of this place. But we didn't know that story. We did not know that story which is so cool about what we possibly may have captured. So we all, we sat around. We, where do we want to start? Do we want to start at the the first floor, you know, work our way up? No, that didn't seem so much fun. Let's start at the very tip top. Let's start in the attic. So we were making our way up to the attic. Wanted to start there, really explore, work our way down, then start our investigation. So as we are going up, we make it to the second floor and we are about to turn to go up the steps that lead to the attic. But we're we're all just kind of taking our time. You know, we're doing, a, there's a little bit of exploring happening. Okay. You don't just go through a house like Whispers Estate and not kind of look around a little bit, but we weren't doing a full dive. And One of the investigators, Valerie, who is our psychiatrist of the group, was working the EMF detector. And she was actually getting a lot of really cool readings by this crib that is located in the room that leads up to the attic. And my my interest, everything should have been on her and on the fact that this device was going off in this moment. But for whatever reason... My attention was not on her at all. My attention was, what is up those stairs? So I pan my camera up. I'm just kind of looking at the top of the stairs to the attic, and I didn't see anything. But what I captured is rather peculiar. Out of the shadows of the doorway. But it's interesting, especially because of the whole goat story. Well, she writes me back and she played and played and played around with the footage that I sent her and something she noticed that I did not, which is really crazy if you, if you read any of my work, not to like promote here. Just saying if you've read any of my work, I very much have an obsession with shadows and tetheringness of shadows. Shadow people. Well, on the doorframe of this room that shoots off to the right in the attic. Yeah, the darkness, the shadows are tethering out from the doorframe itself. Super Weird. But who knows by the time that we review the footage in its entirety we may have a possible debunk for you all so you'll you'll just have to stay tuned you'll have to know and again if you want a full breakdown of our investigation then you need to you need to take this relationship one step further and just subscribe to the monthly podcast where we break down our investigations. It's the only way that you're going to know exactly what we went through, exactly what we saw, and exactly what we captured during our review. Because again, when we upload for YouTube, we want you to be there with us. We want you to be investigating alongside us. So we're not going to point out every creepy thing we captured that's up to you as an investigator so thank you so much for listening just just that alone is support and eventually we'll be able to venture out to more creepy creepy places so until next week love you so much stay creepy